Hello and welcome. My name is John Michael Collins. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. The music you just heard is fun, upbeat, and kind of depicts me. It was provided by my friends Marino and Noah Correa, who are part of a company called Cinema Sonic. Head over to their website down in the description to find out how you could get quality audio and visual works for your next project. I'm just baffled. It comes to Tuesday, and then Wednesday I like to take a day off of just thinking about my podcast. It's like there is no Thursday, and all of a sudden it's Friday. And then it's Saturday, and then I'm like, well, I'm not going to work on it on Sunday, and then Monday, and then (laughs) Tuesday. It's like that song. I don't remember who sings it. So I took a nap. I was going to record right away, but I got distracted. Jeez, distractions and procrastination and days of the week. I'm just going to kind of, I'm going to try something. Other than my normal schedule, I'm going to try to partially forget the days of the week. That might be super, super dangerous, but a day of the week, a calendar is really a way for us to grasp a hold of time and how time is passing. Now, <laughs> I, under- I I see this as where people get the idea of the saying, just go live in a cave or something. Because I feel like that's kind of what's happening. Because I'm getting so kind of overwhelmed and trying to keep up with each day outside of the things that I'm normally doing. And it's just kind of so hard to take a deep breath and just... (sighs) Yeah. I discovered that 2020, most of 2020, and not going, not gathering with the church body and worshiping with the church body. And what I mean by that is some people would say going to church, but the church is not a building. The church is a group of Christ followers. So I kind of had this revelation and I was like, I kind of forget what it's like to worship alongside other believers in Jesus. This is kind of sad. I don't know if it's time feels like it's moving super quickly or I'm not present, which both of those things are not true because I'm more present now than I believe I ever have been. Being in the moment. But then I look back at it. Like last night I sat down and I'm like, wow. The first question that God asked Adam in the garden was, where are you? Right after Adam and Eve sinned, they discovered that they were naked and then they hid from God. This is in Genesis chapter 3 and verses 8 and 9. Then the man and his wife heard the sound of the Lord God as he was walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And they hid from the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man, Where are you? A pastor recently spoke of this, this where are you question from God. God clearly knew where Adam and Eve were because God knows everything. And the pastor had mentioned... God asking Adam, where are you in a sense of where's your heart, where's your mind? I could unpack this even more, 
and mom would probably say preach on it. She's never said that, but she is so sure that I'll be a pastor someday. And I'm like, that probably wouldn't be a good idea. So as I was sitting last night and thinking about the feeling that comes with the question, where are you as the recipient, if I were to ask myself, and look back on all the months and just be like, where was I during that time? And immediately thinking, I don't know, which is a dangerous place to be. Because clearly when you know that being present, being in the moment is something you're good at doing, and you question if you weren't in the moment and you weren't doing what you were good at, what you know you're good at, then you start to question a whole bunch of things. I've been learning a bunch about my critic recently, and my critic is my inner, I would say is my inner voice, who makes me question things. It's a part of me. You might say that thoughts are just random reactions of the Big Bang, which I don't believe, because I have the capability of thinking up any thought that I want, that I am capable of thinking. Speaking of thinking, I think I'm thinking too much about just a bunch of stuff. So I'm going to sidestep and leave all that stuff there and just jump on in to the reason that you and I are here. If you are just joining this podcast as a personal and therapeutic tool I call a vocal diary, it's a space for me to process thoughts, explore stories, and post them for those who might be interested, hopefully inspiring someone. I'm not doing this for any type of social gain or to be a better human. Episodes 1 and 2 talk about who I am, so give them a listen if you haven't. A quick disclosure that going on tangents may or may not be involved. This show is conversationally true to how I speak. Quick shout out to EDC Crate for just having cool products on their website, edccrate.com. If you go there and you find anything interesting, make sure to use coupon code GQT15% to save a couple bucks. You heard it here. So here we go. To when you play computer games. Mmm, computer games. <sighs> well, geez, the most recent time I played a computer game was maybe two or three days ago. I played Minecraft with my niece and her friend. <laughs> and I was making a house, and I was like, don't tell him where my house is. And I think she asked me why, or I just told her, because you need to know somebody before you invite them over to your house. Like, if I just posted my address and someone showed up, that would kind of go against me. <laughs> I wouldn't enjoy that. It's weird. We have a physical address. We have a phone address, which is like a.k.a. your phone number, an internet address, a.k.a. email address. We've got all these addresses, which makes you think like, <laughs> where are you? See what I did there? I didn't even plan for that to happen, and it happened. I've talked about the games that I've played before. Maybe I'll talk about them more in my life, just as, you know, like a, something to do. Talk about the games that I play. One of my top five 
games as Minecraft. These aren't in any particular order after Minecraft. But I would have to say Halo? Wait, okay, no, no, no. We're talking solely computer games. Halo, I guess you can play it on the computer. But, like, games that are solely, to my understanding, to my knowledge, on the computer. Civilization V? Mm, roller Coaster Tycoon. Okay, let's talk about Roller Coaster Tycoon for more than a couple seconds. Earlier I was wondering what the first computer game I played was, and I think it was Roller Coaster Tycoon that just came up as I started talking about 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 computer games. Roller Coaster Tycoon is probably my favorite game of all time. I'm going to declare that right now. I'm going to say it's the coolest. And then I played The Sims. Gosh, what would life have been like without computer games and social media? I've been thinking about completely dumping or jumping off of my social media account platforms. And like, you know, just into the, not nether, not world, really, really jumping into the moment. And I know there are people out there that do do that, but I don't know. Computer games. To when you play computer games, it's really something to do during your, like with your time. We all have those 23 hours and 56 minutes in a day. How many minutes is that? 23 times 60. Oh my gosh, are there really 60 minutes in an hour? I think so. 23 times 60 is 1380 plus 56. 1,436 minutes in a day. 1,436 minutes in a day. (laughs) How do you measure a day? Jesus didn't have computer games. Solomon didn't have computer games. Abraham Lincoln didn't have computer games. Nor did Genghis Khan. Those are just the... a couple people that come to my mind. So it really makes you think, what did they do with their time and why? (laughs) I didn't pick those people for, like, any political reason or whatever. I mean, Jesus obviously was the first person that came to my mind for clear reasons that I love Jesus more than anything. And then Solomon, because I feel like I relate to Solomon a lot. Genghis Khan, because... I was just trying to think of another time period. Did I say a fourth person? I don't remember. But now all these people like social media, computer games, um, not just computer games, but video games, card games. Yeah. I won't go into it, but it's a good thing to know where you spend your time. Where do you spend your time will show you where your priorities are. It's like the same thing with money. Where you spend your money is where your priorities are. Food. Water. Shelter. (coughs) To when you feel slowed down. It's been really weird. There's been like a few handfuls of time, times in the last couple months, where I'll be at home 
and I won't go anywhere, but I feel like I'm being very productive. But then I'll go somewhere to do like important things and then I get home and I feel like I just wasted my whole day. So something is clearly, clearly kind of messed up in the human psyche or just mine. Maybe not even messed up because you know what? God is working it together. He is. And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Romans 8.28 So regardless of how slow you feel, I don't know where that thought was going, but my elementary school teacher, one of them, always said, slow and steady wins the race. I think you could pull something out of that, which would be related to like being in the moment, being present. If you speed your whole way through life, kind of just missed out. So as long as you fill your day with things that are meaningful to you, which I do, I try to, I think that will help a lot in trying to not have that feeling of guilt when you ask yourself, where are you? Or if God is asking you, where are you? I've been saying this is like a therapy, a type of therapy. It's a therapeutic tool. What is the definition of therapeutic? Relating to the healing of disease. Hmm. Disease or healing or restoring health. Restoring something. It's like, okay, I'm going to get real. I just felt it. And I just lost it. (laughs) It's like healing the brokenness of the mind. Because if you don't stop in the chaotic process of your day, you're just continuously tearing yourself apart over a very long period of time. But as you stop and as you rest, like God did after seven days or on the seventh day, unless you do that, I mean, that's... The example that God gave, so that's probably the example that I should stick to, and I won't add anything to it. Wow, I'm like (laughs) discipling myself right now. This is cool. No, I think Holy Spirit's discipling me, ministering to me. It's been very, very hard to like have clear, concise, and thoughtful conversations with people because, in a way, I've been so like. Not as conditioned. Because, you know, when you talk... Wow, I've only talked... Okay. I thought I only talked to one person today. But I've talked to, like, a few more than that. But when you're out of the habit of something for so long, it just gets to you. You're just talking to yourself. Some people might think you're crazy for doing that. But really, I commend you. I lift you up if you've been doing that if you've been practicing it, if you've been getting better. Because you're the only person you spend the most time with. And if Jesus is by your side, you're also spending time with him. He's actually spending more time with you than you are with him. He's spending more time with me than I am with him. And is saying, where are you? But I love you, and I'm here. To when it's hard to get moving again. This is topic three, but technically it's like a lesson. 
to number two. You just got to start somewhere. It takes more energy. This isn't a science class, but imagine your car. You're sitting in your car and you start driving. It's going to take more energy for your engine to go from zero miles per hour up to 10 miles per hour because it takes more energy to accelerate than it does to maintain a, st a steady speed. So the thought of this, you can apply into like motivation in your life. It's going to be harder to motivate yourself to start doing something than it is to continuously keep on doing it. So if every morning I wake up and I want to read my Bible, it's going to take more motivation to do that than it is to be in the habit of doing it. And this gets into like brain science, neurology, and forming habits, forming good habits. So there we go. With seeing where you prioritize your time, try to form good habits. If you're not spending your time in places where you want to, but you know where you want to be spending your time, you need to, you need to form good habits. <laughs> just, just form good habits. <laughs> Read a science book. Force equals mass times ex acceleration. Okay, wait. Force equals mass times acceleration. Okay. It's going to take more energy to get yourself going than it is going to take to maintain that goingness. <sighs> a specific time with this? At least once a week. <laughs> but it's more often than you'd think. Why? Because I'm not perfect. <laughs> I really, 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 really want to thank you from the deepest part of my heart for tuning in to this episode. If you liked it, please share it with your family and friends and anybody and everyone you know. Also, if you don't mind, head over to my website, which is my creative portfolio, johnmichaelcollins.com. Thanks for listening.